This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room and say hi to everybody. First of all, he struggles with math and not to be mean, but he doesn't even know the square root of 16. Here he is. Eddie. <laughs> Guys, they got me good. I got got. So I was flying back from Miami the other day and I was at the airport and I got there probably an hour early. Plenty of time. I get to the security line. I mean, it's the longest I'd ever seen it. There was a sign there that said hour and a half wait. I'm like, I'm not going to make my flight. I don't know what I'm going to do. I went looking for other security checkpoints. That was the only one I could use. And then an angel showed up. Ah, this girl out of nowhere. And she's like, Hi, are, are you, do you need to get to your flight? You look stressed. And I said, yeah, I'm not going to make it. Well, for $200, you can sign up for clear and that'll get you right to the front of the line. And I said, that doesn't sound bad. She's like, and you don't have to spend the two, pay the $200. And as soon as you get to the, your terminal, you can get online and cancel your subscription. No big deal. Can't, I was like, for free? Yes. So I said, sign me up. I sign, I sign a paper. I go to the front of the line. I do my credit card number, pay 200 bucks. And I get to this machine. It scans my eyes. It makes me talk. It takes my fingerprints. And I'm like, this is weird. I mean, I feel like I completely sold my identity to get to the front of that security line. I hear you and I feel you. That being said, they already have all that. And Clear is awesome. I travel. Clear has saved me so many times. You have Clear? Yeah. What happened to TSA PreCheck? That still works. too. But clear is even faster. Oh, I don't have I don't have t- pre-check. I was like, hey, let's clear it. And if you have a clear and TSA pre-check, you don't have to go to the airport. You just sit at your house and I need to blank in your your destination. That's cool. Bones. Now, and then I look online. I'm like, well, what is clear? And it, the company is called AI Clear. And I'm like, oh my gosh, artificial intelligence. Don't you clear. understand? AI is helping you do everything already. You they just known made it. they just made a fake me probably right now as I'm talking about Wait, this. But is this the first time you've heard of Clear? Is I've seen like- the machines, but I didn't know what it was. Okay. I remember the first time he was like AirPods. AirPods. Right. Those are cool. Yeah. I don't know. Eddie, Clear's awesome. 
You didn't sure, give them anything. Sure they're, they're not already... taking my face right now, if and I'm they saying they something. They are. They if, are doing something if, with yes, it. Yes, but they could have already gotten off the internet, off your social media, your fingerprints. I'm sure you've given a bunch of times. If they just said, "Hey, we need a sample, like a pee or poo," or then I'd say that's different. <laughs> your DNA. But they got me at my lowest level, man. I was stressed to catch my No, they my helped flight. you. Okay, that's a good way of looking at it. And Claire's amazing. And I like the way she told you to cancel it right after. Like That was a, also cool to her. What that a salesperson. Nice. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. Did you cancel it? Of course I did. But why if you already have... It's, I, it's for the whole year. You're uh, not, you pay for the whole year. I freaked out, man. As soon as I saw the AI, I'm like, oh my gosh, they scanned everything. AI is already helping you do lots of stuff. But okay. Okay. Good for you, Eddie. I'm they telling you, me. nothing to worry about that you shouldn't have already been worried about. Okay. <laughs> They're already got, they already got all that crap. Uh. All right, let's move it on. He gave his report on the JFK conspiracy theory, and even though it was late, all the wigs made it somewhat worth the wait. Here he is, Lunchbox. Yep, yep, yep. I'm back, guys. Uh, I was driving the other day, driving my wife's car, and pull up at a stoplight. I had to call 911. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like to the show. Oh, you called. Oh no, he called 911 again. Well, maybe it was good. No, okay. no, I, I didn't know if I was supposed to call 911, but I felt like it was 911 worthy. I'm back. I called 911 <laughs> again. I'm back. Guys, I'm sitting at a stoplight and like the car diagonal, you know what I mean? Like, so they're going the opposite direction. They stop at the red light and they pull up and they open the door and I'm like, oh, they're about to litter. They're about to litter. And litter they did. They put cats out in the road. <gasps> Three little kitties. Oh, no. oh. They, 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 they got rid of cats. Absolutely. Little white ones, little gray with gray heads. And I mean, one cat darting the road back on those and then into a grassy. Did cats get hit? No. Okay. But I was like, guys, I don't know what to do, but I called 911. Now, uh, here's the thing. I'm very sad about these cats. I don't like that. I don't like these people for doing that. But how many times do you think you've called 911 in the past 10 years? Ooh, at least 20. 20? <laughs> 20 times. <laughs> okay. Is this an emergency? Yeah. Well, let's talk about is, it. Let's this talk. Let's saying. listen like, to the call. Do we have the call? We got the call. Here oh, we go. great. Wednesday, July 26th, the time 3.05 p.m. 911. I, I'm sitting at a red light and a car, like I guess diagonal, they were going the other direction, pulled up at the red light and they opened the door and it looked like they were going to throw some trash on the ground, but they, they let three kitties out of, like three kittens out of their car and they, they, they and then they drove off. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, sir, I'm going to need you to... Yeah, and, wait, wait, and like, oh, one just, oh, it darted into the road, but then it darted back to the side, like it, it like there's like a grassy field, like right next to the road. Do I do I need to just okay, not get okay, out? Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Sir, listen for a moment. Don't get out of the car. Don't get out of the car and put yourself in danger. I can send an officer over to the scene right now. Animal control will be there shortly as well. Don't get out of the car. Don't yeah. try to help. Okay. I, do I need to follow the car? Like it was like a white, like I, I would say, like maybe a Jeep Cherokee or a Honda Pilot is an SUV. No, sir. No, sir. Just no, sir. Just, just, just be right there till uh, the police come or animal control oh, those, come. Those poor kitties are like, oh man, oh. And See, I, I, oh, they're darting sir, back and forth. Oh, okay, they darting back. Yes, sir. Listen to me. Listen to me. The thing about this is, you don't know if these kitties, if these kittens are infected or what their situation is, and they can be very dangerous when somebody in a situation like this. They can scratch you, so you could escalate the situation. <laughs> Just sit there, stay in your car. The officer will be there shortly. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. A couple uh -huh. things I'd like to say. First of all, your heart was in the right place. I love it. Second of all, I now think that you do bits on 911. What do you mean? You know we're going to get the call because we'll do the, we can request it. 
Freedom of Information. And I know that you know we're going to get the call. So I think you do bits on 911 now. I think you probably would have called anyway. Or you'd have called Animal Control, which is probably the way to do it. But I don't even know how to call Animal Control. You I thought, Google what's the number to Animal Control. <laughs> I, I didn't know they had a number, honestly. But I do, I'm going to say good for you for doing that. I don't think that's an emergency because you could have went and just pulled over and got the cats. And Have pulled. you seen how fast those things are? What? The kittens. The kittens. You couldn't catch a kitten if I threw You're it out. You're out of your mind. A kitten I can catch. That'd no, be, they're pretty fast. No, you could I catch not. A I, I can beat up a kangaroo. Oh I can catch God. a kitten. Okay. Here we go. Secondly, my point is good for you. But again, I think you do bits on 911 now. What was the bit? You're interrupting her too, and he's like, hey. Yeah, you sound like Gibbles. And, and doing then he's a call. like, Kitty, kitty. He didn't say kitty. Yeah. Right. He's right. doing that for effect. And then, Should I follow him? Yeah. He knows the answer is going to be no. He knows. So it sounds like a prank call. That's no, a no, bit. no, no. I like to follow. Like, I know, but you know the thing. But, right, but you know, but you I know always she's ask. Say you know no. she's going to say no. What if she says, Yeah, can you get the license plate? But that's really the like why I think it's 911 worthy. This These people are committing a crime. Well, yeah, but that's not always an emergency. Okay. I I'm glad you did it. I go thumbs up, but bear like if uh, gladiator, you know, thumbs down, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I give it a thumb middle, slightly up. Okay. But you're also doing bits during the call now because you're so comfortable with calling now sure. on one. That's a he bit. Knows. He's doing He's a bit. Like, uh-huh. I'm being recorded. So who's gonna get this? I'm gonna uh-huh. do a funny bit. <laughs> and then you can call animal control. Did you? Did the cats get saved? I don't know. Well, you didn't even. Oh. You had to go, man. <laughs> He's doing a bit. <laughs> He's doing a bit. Like, I don't know how long it's going to take for them for, to get there. So, like, if but I did you care about the cats? I did. But then how quickly until you left? Oh, about 10 minutes. You waited 10 minutes? Yeah. Good for you. Then I, I, I take back a little bit of what I said. I thought it was interesting. She's worried, like, the cats might be infected and can scratch him. She also laughed at him. Yeah. She did. She, she did. giggled because she knew. I mean, so, yeah, I hadn't thought about that part. But it makes me think of, like, that man that got out to help the ducks cross the road in California. And then he got hit oh, by a yeah. car. So it is oh, good man, that you stayed that. in your car. Because when you're if you're darting back and forth trying to rescue the kitties. I like it, though. I give you a slightly thumbs up. I get a capital H for hero. But you didn't Lowercase for mm-hmm. hero and then no R or O. Oh. You're just he. he. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to Amy. She hosts four things with Amy Brown and an easy trivia this season. She wears the crown. Amy! Looking out for my neighbors. So I had that crazy high water bill for months and months and months because of a leak uh, under my grass, there was a pipe that was leaking like as the size of a pinhole. And it was leaking like a gallon a minute or something crazy like that. So I am on the lookout now for other people that might be having similar issues because now I know what it looks like in my yard. And I walked by one of my neighbor's house and I saw in the middle of the grass like this. It seemed really wet and moisture and it wasn't had not rained. And then I don't know their exact sprinkler system set up, but it didn't seem that was the case either because other parts of the yard were totally dry. So I sent them a note and I was proactive and I said, hey, you might want to get this looked into. If your water bills have been crazy, I think I know why. And I have a detection company you can use. And I sent them all my info. This is this not going to be wasted on me. Did they reply and say, we have been getting higher bills? Yeah, she said, oh, I'm going to, they said, we've been out of town. So yeah, I'm definitely going to look into this. And so I said, well, I'm here if you need any guidance. Boom, looking out for neighbors. 
Basically, tell me something good right wow. there. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he loves a sweet treat, but lately he's been a big fan of Wagyu meat. Bobby Bones. Um, he's not a fan of Wagyu meat. One time. Well, I just had it one time in like the last couple years. <laughs> uh, that being said, I do want to talk about some dinner. Caitlin and I tried to go to dinner last night, and we were... Stanley is the bulldog, and he's very much in control. He's four now, so... He just rests and he listens for the most part. Ella is still two. She's a rescue. She has so much energy. She tries to listen and she's a really good dog and a loving dog. But we thought, okay, we can take Stanley to go eat somewhere. We can't take Ella because she's crazy. She wants to dart off. And she's just sniff and run and see everything. So we're, like, we're going to do it. We're going to we're gonna get her. We're going to take her with us. Went to an outside place to have dinner last night. So she rides in the back of the, the SUV. She jumps out. She's on the leash. We're going to put the leash on the table. The only outside table they had was next to another table that had a dog. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. It can be hard. It was absolute pandemonium. Mm. And the dog's like... <laughs> we didn't even order. We left. We couldn't. I felt bad for the other table. That's terrible. Eller was just like going crazy. And Eller's with dogs all day. We For a few hours a day, right by our house, we have a place she goes and hangs out with other dogs. Like school, because she has so much energy. And Kayla and I are home all day. But even then, we just we couldn't do it. So we, we didn't even order... And we left. But we're trying. Some people are like, why don't you take Eller as many places? Well, that's why. Yeah. There was a video or a picture Caitlin took in our backyard. We were both, I was outside in the back kind of porch thing working. And Caitlin was um, working on some stuff next to me in our chairs. And Stanley was in the middle. And we're all outside in the evening. And Stanley didn't need the leash or anything outside. But the window was, the window of the glass door shut. And Eller behind the glass door. And you can see her looking out like, I want to come out there. We can't oh. let her out because she runs. She just <laughs> runs. We don't, we don't get her anymore. So that's what's up. So everybody knows we're still working on that. She's still a little crazy. And that's what's up today. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Lately, I've been able to supplement my income by doing wedding photography. It's done pretty well for me. I have learned, though, that mixing family and business does not work out too well. A distant cousin found out about my side hustle, asked me to shoot her wedding. I cut her a deal. I said, I do it for 800. It's a steal, especially considering that the wedding was three hours away. I did not even make her pay up front. Six months later, she's telling me she's having trouble getting the money and asking me to send her the pictures and put her on a payment plan. I told her no money, no pictures. Mm. I sent her five to show her the quality was there, but she couldn't have the rest until she paid up. Now the family is involved in taking sides and I really don't care. In fact, I'm serious thinking about deleting them to, <laughs> to oh, free man. up a flash drive. Oh, Bobby, how would you handle this one? Signed, Phil the Photographer and Distant Cousin. Well, it's a distant cousin. It's not even a real family member. So what distant. is the second cousin? Or something? I don't know. It could be second, third. It could be a far first. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, yeah, you're, one you're not close See, to. Yeah. yeah. So this is the situation you learn with family. And I've had recently consistency and good because I'm good but for a long time I wasn't good with the, my family that was still alive at times it's great now though but what I learned from the it not being good was if you're going to work with family you need to go into it going I'm just doing it for free even if they say they're going to pay or pay you back you got to do it with the idea of you're doing it and if you don't get the money you're not going to flip out because if you flip out you may lose family so what I would do is just send the pictures over and eat it. Be like, here are your pictures. If you can pay me, great. If not, boom. For two reasons. One, you don't want the family fighting anymore. Two, you've already done the work. It's not as if 
you're going to go do more work. So it's not costing you any more time. Send the pictures. Let's work out however you can pay me. Thank you. Here are the pictures. And be done with it because nothing positive is going to come out of this by you deleting it or just holding them hostage. And she'll probably pay you more if you guilt her more than if you, like, threaten her. I'm not going to give them to you. She'd be like, hey, listen, we're family. I love you. Trust me. I trust you. Boom. Send them off. Ish. Just give them to her. Yeah. I love you. Ish. I know. I just say that. I'd lie. Mm. <laughs> I just say that. That's what I say. Just send her the pictures and say, here you go. These are all your wedding pictures. Wedding was amazing. Uh, please pay me when you can. I have to pay rent. Going forward, though, when your uncle is like, hey, don't, work, don't work with family. Don't get more. it up front. Yeah, get, that's get what I was going to say. Like, treat it like you would you a, a any other yeah. client. Yeah, you learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. Do half up front. But it's working with family. You have to understand you may just be doing it all for free or you may just not be getting your money back if you loan it. But it always takes one burn. I got burned real bad one time. I learned. I didn't learn not to do it. I learned that when I do it, I just have to have a different expectation. Anything you'd like to say, Amy? Yeah, uh, payment plan. Take her up on it. Do not delete. Do, do not. not. Delete. Would you send the pictures though? Yeah, let's just go ahead and send them. And then yeah, you, you, I think you're going to get on the payment plan. You'll get your money eventually. And you won't get all of it. What have you learned from this? And it's that you treat yeah. family equally or you don't work with family. Amy's right. You'll get your money, most or some, but you've learned a valuable lesson that mm-hmm. currency cannot be exchanged for. Uh, yeah, lessons. Sucky lesson. Though. Priceless. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Abby is opening up one of the openers for my Wichita comedically inspirational shows that are next weekend. You nervous? A little, just because I know it's me only this time. Last yeah. time I had you guys backing me up, <laughs> or you were my backup band. So, it's yeah. three songs. Yes. Do you know what three songs you're singing? I know two of them, but I kind of wanted to do my third one, a new song. I always do like 90s. Like one country. that you wrote? No, I mean like a new one that's on the radio now. Got it. So what are you More doing? More current that someone would know. What are you doing so far? So I wanted to do um, Mean by Taylor Swift. Jam. It that's is good. a jam. All you and I think mean. I think it can get like the crowd. I'll be like, you know you're thinking of someone right now that you want to sing this to. Come on, let's go. And we'll all start singing. Mm-hmm. Right? How do you do it singing that one? How do I do I think pretty good. You did pretty yeah, good? Yeah, I think okay. so. And then what's your other song? What was my other one? Oh, um, uh, Wild One by Faith Hill. Are you wild She's a wild one, yeah, yeah. wild and free. She's a wild one with an angel's face. Yeah, that one. That sounds good. Oh, it does sound pretty good. Ray, would you pull that music down? Let's hear a little bit of this. Go ahead. <laughs> when she was three years old on her daddy's knee, he said you can be anything you want to be. She's a wild one running free. Yeah, hey, I like that. Yeah. Come, on. Come on, Abby. Oh, what do you think about that, Lunchy? Pretty good, huh? Kind of nasally. Pretty good, huh? Pretty nasally. Okay, I get this nasally. I'm working on it, right? I mean, I... Still taking lessons? I was. I'm going to get back into that, but I'm still working on it, like, at home. Got it. she gave me things I can do. Things to work on. Like, of course, yeah. no, honestly, maybe you have a deviated septum, because Eddie sounds like that, too, and he went and had no surgery. He still sounds it a little bit. It never <laughs> changed, though. But, that, you know... A you, little bit it did. A little really? bit it did. Yeah. Oh, I went in. They took, like, a bunch of bone out of my nose. You guys could have harmonized together. <laughs> That'd be cool. So, you're saying I need surgery? Well, no, he's just saying nasally? as a friend. Like, yeah, I'm being... Like, maybe you really have a nose problem. Yeah. He's thoughtful and caring, and he's just being that right now. I could. Actually, I mean, it could be a thing, because I can't change how my voice is. I'm trying. Do you have a recommendation for her for that third song to sing, guys? Because she's looking yeah. for something newer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do it like, can I get a hallelujah? Can I get a name? I've done that one. Okay. A lot um, at um, my church. I'm just thinking of new. Mm-hmm. What about something from, oh, 
Lainey, maybe? Does it have to be a female? No, it doesn't have to. Oh, okay. Then, hey, it could be like, about what, hurt, what hurts the most? Try to sing that. What hurts the most? Do what hurts the most. Oh. Really? How about, how about Red Solo Cup? You got a fast car. Red, I don't know about that. That's not really my like jam. So what Red are you what are you leaning cup. toward? I mean, I don't know. I like Tennessee Orange by oh, Megan Zach Maroney. Ryan? By Megan Maroney. I'm thinking of Orange. Something in the yeah, something orange. Yeah. yeah. What are other ones? A fast car I thought was good too, but I don't really know the words that but much. That's even older than that's in the eighties. Right. But it's one that's out. Yeah. Okay, well let us know, know what you decide. What what are you doing for a guitar player? So, my friend Anthony lives in Wichita, but he said he's not very confident, so that makes me a little nervous. And then someone else messaged me, and I asked him to send a video, and he sounds really good, so I might go with him. Oh. For one night. I like have it's, it. But to two nights. You're doing yes, two nights. Yes, I yeah. will do one one night. And oh, you're, no, you won't want to do that. You want I to grab one for both of us. One for both? Yeah, because you'll want to, the first performance, you'll go like, oh, I wish I would have done this better and differently, and you can do it better the second night. Okay. Thank you. That helps. Abby should cover Jelly Roll Need a Favor. <laughs> That's really cool. Wow, yes. really cool. Oh, how I would you sing that? You don't have to sing it in that key. I need a favor. Go ahead. Oh, how would I? Um, I only talk to God when I need a favor. And God, I need a favor. Yes. That oh. works. I think. Why does my voice do that? What? I don't know. It's it like gets this little nervous good. thing uh, in America it. asks the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's good. What about that one? Think about that one. What about writing a song? Oh, just stop. In mommy. a week? <laughs> in a day. In four oh. hours. <laughs> I could do that. That'd be a huge challenge. Do you want to write a song and then play it for us and we'll tell you if it's good enough to play on the show? At the show? The answer is it's not. But I don't have a guitar player. You just can write it. Do you not just have a guitar? It. Do you not have to play guitar at all? No, not at all. No. So I'll bring it to Eddie and he can play. I can write. put music to it. Okay. Well, that that mean you're writing the song. Well, you know, half and half. 50%. I can you're tell not, you what. Eddie. Do you not have a friend that writes? Uh-uh. I'm very, like, I don't really like writing with people because I feel like I'm not that great. But, then, but you're also not writing with yourself. <laughs> so who do you like writing with? But have you ever written a song? <laughs> have you ever written a song at all? I've tried. There's a lot in my head, but it never really okay, translates Okay, let's do this. I'm going to give you a Well, then, a week. start, Lord. Bye. Okay. I'm going to give you a week. Okay. See if you can write a song. Bring it in here. Okay. We'll figure out how. Or you can okay. figure it out. But, but also, you can't use anybody that's on the show. Okay. And, yeah. and start by saying, I... I I don't have a lot of experience with writing, but I'm willing to figure it out, and I want to write a song instead of saying I'm bad at it. Right? Yes. Like send it's your all brain in the mindset. Yes. Got it? Yes. Got Is it going to be about favorite. Wichita? What's it going to be? Like? <laughs> whatever she wants, whatever her heart's telling her to write about. Yeah. yeah. So within a week, come perform the song on the air, okay? Okay. Okay. There she wow. is. Wow. Abby, which by the way, she'll be opening for my Wichita shows next. Not this Friday and Saturday, but next Friday and Saturday, and she'll be performing the new song she hasn't even written yet. <laughs> Wow. Oh my gosh. Why so it's going to be no pressure. two yeah. covers and an original. Who knows? Maybe three covers and an original. Yeah. Original's good. All right, wow. let's go. Dang. Maybe we just hold it at two covers. Who knows? All right, uh, <laughs> tickets to bobbybones.com if you guys want to come. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Anthony is a teenager that lives in East Hampton, Massachusetts, and him and his buddies were like, hey, let's make some money this summer and we'll start a car wash. We'll pick a parking lot, write some signs, and we'll just make some money. It'd be cool. So they did it. They put the signs up, and their first customer was Dan Williamson. He works at the local, like the, the auto parts right down the street. He shows up. He's like, wow, you guys are really good at this. He gives them some extra money. He's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the shop. He brings them back more sponges, more soap. Oh, and he's cool. like, you guys keep this up. This is really cool. Here's the twist. The next day, Dan dies of a heart attack. <gasps> 
Yeah. And these boys are like, what is how the word got back to the boys? Like, this is crazy. The man that came to help us died. So now their goal is to raise money. Everything they make in the, in the car wash is going to go to his family. Wow. So far they've raised $500 for funeral expenses. He's got a son. So they're hoping more money goes to that. Is there a link? I don't know. There's not, I don't, so get, just send me the coordinates. You Google address. I'll drive yeah, over there myself. Yeah. Holy it, cow. Yeah, I mean, isn't that crazy? Like the, yeah, the, I'm looking at was, the story oh, now. The very first customer and the next day he dies of a heart attack. I'm reading the story right now from westernmassnews.com. Teens raise money for man's family after he dies one day after helping them. Wow. I'll find all the info and we'll put a link up. Dang, good for these kids. Yeah. That's, that stinks for the family. Yep, that's, that's a good dude, though. Yep. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later... The co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to play the Bobby Feud. The question's going to be the most beautiful afters. 
Now, an actor is an actor or an actress, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's actresses. Act, yeah, which is actors is the general term now, apparently. Right. We asked 2,000 Bobby Bone Show listeners who are the most attractive actors, actresses right now. I'm going to put Isaac on. Isaac in Arkansas. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. We're going to give you a chance to win a Sonic gift card here. So what you're going to do is pick who you think will win the category Most Beautiful Actors, Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie. Who would you like to have play for you to win a prize? Let's go with Lunchbox. All right, Lunchbox, you're representing for Isaac, okay? All right. Now, we always roll the dice to see who goes first because you want to go first. There's a slight advantage there, but it's luck of the dice. Mike, go ahead and roll it. The number is... Amy, you're first. Wow, okay. Most beautiful actors and actresses, 2,000 Bobby Bone Show listeners were asked. Who's the most attractive right now? Ryan Reynolds. Show me Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> number five answer. Oh. Okay, uh, Ryan Gosling. Show me Ryan Gosling. <laughs> number two answer. Okay. Um, I want to name a woman. You don't have to. Yes. Um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper! That's not well, a that's woman. Not a woman. I know. I'm confused! <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What? Are people crazy? Let's go over to Lunchbox. Yeah. Most beautiful actors and actresses. We asked our listeners. 2,000 listeners answered the question, and we cut it off on social media. Eight answers still on the board. Who do you have? Jennifer Lawrence. Show me Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, wow, I have her. Wow. People need to get their eyes checked. She is a smoke show. Eddie. Bones, give me Margot Robbie. Show me Margot Robbie. Dang it. Number one answer. She's Barbie. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Okay. Oh, Ooh, top okay. of mind. She's not the hottest one out there. Okay, she's whoa, whoa, pretty whoa. stunning. I know, I'm not saying she's, but I'm just saying, like, it's top of mind. Yeah, well. I've been trying to think of Thor's name. I don't know Thor's name. Like Liam Hemaway. But why would you even say that if you can't think of the name and then give it to somebody else? I got it. We're one. I got it. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Thor Hemsworth. That's not an answer. Liam Hemsworth. Show me Liam Hemsworth. No, it's not Liam. No, it's the other one. So, points are doubled for the second round. That's why I did that. Amy? I mean, I don't know if he's on here. It is a good point. Chris Hemsworth? Chris. Chris Hemsworth? And number three. Amy, that's worth six points. Okay. Okay. Good looking people right now. I just feel like all the people I know are older. So I don't know if they'll make the list. Like Brad Pitt. Show me Brad Pitt. Uh, Lunchbox, you have no points. Dang it. Yeah. I'm struggling over here. I don't watch enough TV. I watch all reality, so I don't know any of the new actors and actresses. But I can tell you, you'll know every single person on this list. That's why I got J-Lo. Show me Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Eddie, we asked 2,000 Bobby Bone Show listeners who are the most attractive actors, actresses right now. What do you got? See, this is interesting. He's older, but he's come out in two big movies, and everyone's like, man, he's still hot. Give me Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't ever generated? hear about people being like, Tom Cruise is so hot. Really? When they watch Top Gun, they're like, God, you see him? Still looks good. Now, that's different. Still looks good is different than hot. Than hot, okay. Ah. Yeah. 
Like your grandpa can still look good. <laughs> really? Yeah, you'd be like, oh, he still looks good for his age. Right. Or, or, <laughs> he still looks good for doing those stunts. Okay. All right, well, we're round three, Amy. You're pretty much dominating, yeah. but they can catch you with one answer here. I know. We have 2,000 Bobby Bone Show listeners. Who are the most attractive actors and actresses right now? Right now? Okay, um... Jennifer Aniston! Show me... She's in a Netflix movie with Absolutely. Um, Adam Sandler in the last few years. Absolutely. <laughs> Show me Jennifer she, Aniston. She's so pretty. No, they're all pretty. Yeah, everybody on this list is very attractive. Physical. Are you out of people lunch? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any... I mean, Why don't you guess a dude? He can't. He doesn't know. Well, I guess a dude based on like what your wife says. I, I know what Bobby likes. Bobby has said this dude's hot. My wife likes this dude. Uh, I don't know any movies he's been in though recently. And my wife likes him for his dance moves. So give me Channing Tatum. Oh yeah. Oh, he's good looking. Yeah. Show me Channing Tatum. Well, Eddie, you need to win. I like the technique of my wife thinks he's hot. Okay, now you're. So free I started to say thinking it. about this. My wife really does like Michael B. Jordan. My mom likes Michael B. Jordan too. So let's go, Michael B. Jordan. Your friend Bobby likes Michael B. Jordan. Do you like Michael B. Jordan? He's, he's I like hot. Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Really? Him, he's on the list then. I didn't say he was on the he list. He was like uh, People Magazine's most sexiest something. So was Blake Shelton. Show me Michael B. Jordan. Yes, yes, Dude. number one, seven. Oh my goodness, I took the lead. You did. You won. Oh my gosh. Oh, I won. This is ridiculous. I won with Michael B. Jordan. Finish it up, buddy. Thanks, Dang. Mom. Thanks, wife. Uh, how about Emma Stone? Is she on the list? He's reckless now. He's just saying. Yeah, that's just I, I mean, she's pretty. Yeah. She's yeah. No, no. Uh, but Eddie, you did win. Congratulations. Oh my wow, goodness. Wow, 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 wow. Sorry, Isaac. What? Isaac, my caller, man. I knew Isaac didn't have a chance because he'll never pick a dude. Well, he did, finally. Yeah. And my wife, steer, and bo- wife and Bobby steered me wrong. No, I don't say Channing Tatum's one of my top ten hottest guys. So who else on there? Hey, Isaac, I'm sorry you didn't win. It's okay. All right, one buddy. One the best. I have Thank it. you, man. Except in this game. Right. All right, buddy. He's got nothing to say. <laughs> nothing to say. So who is your top ten? It's not my top ten. It's listener's top ten. <laughs> At number four, Scarlett Johansson. At number six, Jessica Alba. Dang! She doesn't even act anymore. At number eight, Chris Evans. Oh, Captain America. These are all like a yeah. At number nine, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was hot by her. And at number 10, Selena Gomez. Shoot! I had Selena, and I thought, well, all murders in the building. Stupid. Wait, what, what, what was that? And then I went with Jennifer Aniston. I would have gotten her at a... Selena was what I was going to do instead of Jennifer, and I would have gotten 30 points. Dang, Amy, you've almost got us. Oh, yeah, I almost up. went Selena Gomez instead of... Did, do you have her written down? No. Okay, but I do. <laughs> Regardless, Eddie, you ought to want to play the best song. Play the best song. Here's Eddie's song. She doesn't want to file a report with HR. But Morgan would like to talk about some indecency here on this show with one particular person. Yeah, so I went to pick up Lunchbox for our Sonic commercial, and he walked out of the house without wearing a shirt. Okay. He said his shirts in his hand were drying, so he gets into my car without a shirt. 
And then yesterday I showed up to work. He walks in without a shirt. At work. At work, like in the hallway. I'm like, what? why are you doing this? Like, why is it so hard for you to have clothes on, especially around the women that you work with all the time? This is now two times it's happened. You couldn't really do that in any other office, just walking around with no shirt on. Uh, your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I bike to work, and so I'm really sweaty when I get here. So I take my wet shirt off uh, in the bike um, rack. I put it and I hang it. And then so I need that blast of cold air when I walk in here to kind of slow the sweat down. And so that's why I walk into the building without a shirt on. And then I go get changed and get ready for the show. It's um, You feel like it's indecent? No, I don't think it's indecent. Like, I mean, you walk down the street, there's people with their shirts off all the time. Uh, I people peeing on the side of the street, but you wouldn't do that in the hallway. <laughs> that's true. Uh, there's not really that many. I mean, they go behind you a tree can. usually. Yeah, I've seen them. But uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's indecent. It's just a, it's like going to the pool. If she went to H, but again, it's the pool. If she went to HR and said, hey, he's got a shirt off. I don't think they'd mind. You don't? No. I think it's more of, hey, I, I'm going to the, they don't have a, if they had a shower, that'd be different, but they don't. Well, this so, is work. But some works have showers. Some works have daycare. Some works That'd have, be legit too. Yeah, they have a lot, I mean, a lot of work have different things. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's indecent. I mean, it's not like I'm showing, I mean, I'm showing off my, my figure, but that's not indecent. Your nipples, you're showing your nipples. It's, where do you say figure, not body? <laughs> by the way. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Body. I mean, if I walked Chess. in without a shirt, wouldn't people be like, No, we'd what be is like, legit. Doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. Be yeah, no we'd complaint. be like, Morgan, put your shirt on. Yeah. We, we would not complain. I would not. Morgan, if you want to walk in without your shirt on, hey, you can do it all you want. Here goes another HR complaint. Okay. I would say, Morgan, please put a shirt yeah. on. Eddie, would you complain? Eddie, Lunchbox, if you walked in here without a shirt on, if it wasn't for a bit, I would be like, Lunchbox, put your shirt on. No, no, I do. Jeff, I put, here's what I'm going to say. I do put my shirt on. The, the fact that it's Morgan, you're in luck. Because, again, she doesn't say she's going to go tell on you. But if it were somebody else in the office that doesn't know you and you're walking around, they could easily go to HR. And then you don't have an excuse because you, somebody who doesn't know you. And it's like, he's walking around shirtless. I feel uncomfortable. And then they have to suspend you. And then I would tell them, no, what happens is I but ride my matter. bike to work. It doesn't, they don't care. And then you know what? That person complained on me. Guess what? I'm going to complain about them. What did they do? I'll figure it out. You they make something up? They looked at me weird. Made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> oh. Cool. Wow. My only point is just be careful. Yeah, yeah. I'm careful. It was one of us. If it wasn't one of us, you could have gotten a lot of trouble. I don't want to see you get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble either. So just change shirts while you're in the room. No, 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 I can't do you it. You need that, that gust of air. Well, what's, what's the Just room? keep the a towel with you and yeah, wipe the, yourself down the, and put a shirt on. The stairwell, I, I take my shirt off in there, and then I come into the hallway where the blast of cold air hits me. And There's no like, blast. The air is just colder. Just you. I would not be walking around with a shirt on because it will get you in trouble with other people. Okay, I won't walk around with my shirt on. You just said don't walk around. You know around. what I mean. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Shirtless. <sighs> Science experiment. Social experiment. And I don't know why he wants to do it, but Eddie, please tell them what you'd like for one of us to try. I was just thinking randomly, like if you ate a pound of food, would you weigh a pound more? Like just, you know, like say you ate four quarter pounders. That's a pound. Well, to be fair though, too, the quarter pound meat is a quarter pounder before it's cooked. But there's also the bread as well. Okay, well, we can weigh the food. Yeah. So you're wondering, and I think this is actually something that I'm interested in. If the food you eat translates exactly to you putting that much more weight on on a scale. I mean, it's a pound of food. It's a pound of food. Because if you were to take a pound weight and just put it on your neck, you'd be a pound heavier. Correct. Yeah, I'm thinking like if you hold the food, I'm curious. It'd be a pound heavier. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. like yeah. It needs to be more than a pound, though. So two-pound burrito. So who would eat a two-pound burrito for 30 bucks? 
Lunchbox. Anybody? What is a standard burrito weight? I don't know. Does anything weigh two pounds? I don't know. We can make How it, though. How much is a pound of... Ooh, I bet you my chicken probably weighs a oh, whole I bet chicken. You, I'll bet you a uh, burrito bowl from Chipotle weighs two pounds. No, no chance. No yeah. chance. Yes. A bowl? Yeah, they get pretty heavy. They get pretty heavy. But that's with the bowl, right? The weight of burrito was nearly is nearly 32 ounces compared to the... Uh, yeah. It says it says it here based on the data Ray, weight do of it? a Chipotle burrito, it's 1.32 uh, pounds. Well, you eat two... We eat three pounds of food for 50 bucks on the air. 50, it's upped a little bit. I like that. Uh, the burrito <laughs> needs to be paid for. I'll pay for the food. Okay. <laughs> Whatever the food is, if I bring in three pounds of food. Three now? So basically three burritos. Because we oh need to see a God. difference. I just don't know if I can eat that much. I, I would. It, I believe I could eat two pounds, but three's pushing. I mean, that's like three meals in one. Two pounds works. Three pounds for $60. I can Ooh. do three pounds for 100 <laughs> I physically, I'm not Joey Chestnut. Two and a half pounds for 50. <laughs> You're going to get your answer to your equation for one pound. I don't know why you got to do but, the three. But if Bobby's saying two and a half, you should take it because it's literally like two burritos. Two and, and a half pounds, 50 bucks. Scale. You realize Ray eats like a little mouse. Like he eats a little chicken quesadilla. He like he, he doesn't <laughs> he eat does. very much. I mean, oh. I would do I would do the two and a half if we could do the hundred. The hundred what? That lunch said. Dollars? Yeah. <laughs> lunch is putting up a hundred dollars? No, no. Wait, I Eddie's never said a hundred. <laughs> Eddie, two and a half pounds, fifty bucks. I, I can't eat that much. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. Like I would sit here for hours and be like, give me another hour, I can't eat it. I guess we'll do the bit then. I'll do it. I I, I mean you ain't gonna go to hundred? I'm not. Fifty bucks is my max. You said sixty. He did, you did but, I, but, but now I've dropped back down. No, 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 but no. But no, 60 no. was for three pounds. I put 10 on it since it's my experiment. Well, 60 was for three pounds. Oh, three no, pounds. Two and a half. No, no, you said you'd put 10. So it's 70 for three pounds. 60 for me, one, one, 10 for Eddie. Easy. I can eat three pounds of food. Okay, so we won't do it today. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. And we, we're going to do burritos? We're weigh it. Well, it doesn't matter. Just find three pounds of food and weigh it. Well, it has to be something I can eat. Like, yeah, we'll, not, we'll check with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not eating just... Like, what's your favorite food ever? I don't know. Tempeh tapa tapas. Tempeh tapa tapas. Peanut tempeh tacos. No. They don't Figure have out your anymore. food. We'll get three pounds of it. We want you to eat it. We want to weigh you immediately after. Because it has to be fresh, man. I can't be eating like cold. We're not picking it from the farm and bringing it right here. No, no, no. I'm yes. saying it can't be cold like been sitting for we a day. We will figure out your food. Thank you. Three pounds of it. You eat it on the show. You'll get paid $70. And we want to see if you weigh exactly three pounds more. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, can I tell you the answer to the science experiment? What? It's no. Because if you go in the bathroom and you release some things, you get back on the scale, you don't weigh any different. Not accurate. That's not true. That's just not true at all. He's no. saying if, you, if, if like you go number two yes. and whatever you lost in there. You... Yeah, it's it's very small. But yes, it, that's not accurate at all. Got it. It's just wrong. But with three pounds, let's do it. For, for seventy dollars plus Eddie's ten is eighty dollars. No, no, no. no Sixty 70. from me, ten from one from Eddie. <laughs> Tomorrow, Monday, whenever we'll do, we'll do three pounds of food. <laughs> Gotta find food. Everybody feel good about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Here's a voicemail. This is Gavin in Oklahoma. Hey, um, I'm just going into sixth grade. I was just hoping to, for any uh, tips, advice, anything. Love the show, Lunchbox, my man. Mm. What a smart sixth grader. Wow. Lunchbox, you give an advice. Sixth grader? Dude, just own the school. Watch out for the eighth graders. Don't make any enemies early on. You know, just kind of stay in your lane the first couple of weeks. Those eighth graders are looking for little punks that are sticking out, and they're going to put you in your place and so just avoid them the first couple of weeks. Then it's smooth sailing. And find the hottest chick in class and make friends with her. Amy? 
Yeah, I was going to say, try not to focus on, you know, girls or guys or whatever you're into. Because sixth grade, look, this is the time where you set yourself up for success in junior high for high school. So, I don't know. I would get to know the teachers. No. And do all your homework and go to bed early, drink lots of water, stuff like that. Because I wish I had trained myself in sixth grade to do all that. In sixth grade, you're starting to be exposed to a lot of the things that you will be exposed to later, but it's like the early part of that and it could get you in trouble. So I'm going to say, look, you're in sixth grade. There are going to be older kids that are like, hey, drink some beer. Hey, smoke this in sixth grade. It's when it starts It Whoa. starts to happen. Yeah. Just, just stay away from it for now. There'll be a time. Whenever that time, it's not It's not right now, kid. Just for, for your sake, stay away from those influences during this year. We can readdress it in seventh grade. I'm going to probably say the same thing, but you just, at some point, it's just everywhere because you're older and a lot of kids are just, just a lot of bad influence. Yep. Sixth grade, stay away from that for one year. And then we'll talk about it again next year because you'll have older. And, and if you're like, I need to do this, they're older. If you do it or you don't do it, they don't care anything about you either way. They're older. They're just trying to get a kid to do something funny, drink a beer. Right. Okay. Good point. If like this is the age, like the sixth, seventh, eighth grade range, that's this is the age where you develop a lot of habits and it's going to be either good ones or unhealthy ones, bad ones. Stay away from the beer, kid. Yeah. Sixth grade. <laughs> wow. Keep your head down. Because it's there. It's that's hard, crazy. It's hard to be Focus. there. Okay. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate the voicemail. Coming up. We got a surprise for everybody. Oh. Not in the next segment, like two or three segments from now. Oh, it's a long time. We got a surprise. So that's coming up. Also, Thursday, a week and a day, I'll be in Wichita doing my comedically inspirational shows Friday and Saturday night. There are no tickets for the Saturday show. There are some tickets for the Friday show. Would love for you to come if you're in Wichita. You want to drive to Wichita and come to the show. It's going to be an amazing show, I hope. Eddie will also be there doing some Raging Idiot stuff. Get tickets at bobbybones.com or on my Instagram. Would love uh, Wichita, then Tampa, uh, then Vegas and D.C. and Louisville. It's going to be hopefully a really great tour. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Doctors are having to speak out against a new TikTok trend. Okay, it's about acne. And they're oh, saying, the cyanide eat. one. Yes, they're like, hey, eat apricot kernels and it'll make your skin healthy and beautiful. But what's a kernel? The, 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 seed? the seed in the middle? The, yes. The, mm. So mm-hmm. swallow it more than eat it. Like, I mean, I guess that's a swallow, right? Well, I don't know what they're doing. It says you're it. eating, but yeah, doctors are saying, please don't do that because what happens is you think it's safe, but when it gets into your body, the different things that are breaking down converts it into cyanide and it is deadly. I mean, there's countries that have banned the sale of apricot kernels wow. because they're potentially dangerous. What about apricots? Are there countries that have just banned apricots? It just says kernels. So cyanide, from what I know about cyanide, uh, first of all, it's a poison pill. People, um, military back in the day, I don't know if they still do, who knows what's going on, but you, you'd be equipped with a pill in your pocket or- Spouses that want to murder the other spouse. Okay, so you go always go with the crazy part. You know, Amy goes full like <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> they they would, some, some of the guys, and, Guys, women, I don't know who do it. They have cyanide in their tooth, like built in. And if they were ever trapped, they could pop their tooth off because it was a temporary yeah. cyanide pill, swallow it, die, so they wouldn't give away secrets. I feel like I saw that in a movie. That's like, well, that's like 40s and 50s stuff. Hmm. World War One and Two stuff. Yeah, spot, like, but that is a real thing. They keep a cyanide or a different type of pill. So now you just need to keep a, um, apricot. a raw apricot <laughs> kernel with you in case you don't want to give away your secrets. <laughs> that guy's eating an apricot. I think he's a spy, Chuck. <laughs> All right, what else? Do you have the August blues? 
It is so hot. I'm sweating all the time. I got the fever. I just want to cry. I got the August blues. Yeah, well, it's not so much about being hot, but if you're feeling a little down now that it's August, you're not alone because August is a downer for a lot of people because it signals summer is ending. For some, it means like, Dang, they look back over their summer and like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't take a break. I didn't go on vacation. What have I even done? And then others are overwhelmed by back to school, back to work, back to reality. Got it. So I do have that kind of blues too. I miss summer. I want it to be back. I can't even play outside. With my friends in the cul-de-sac, I miss summer. (laughs) That blues? Yeah. So just be proactive. This Got month, it. you never know when the blues are going to creep I'm up on you. I'm already in. So, I just heard it. I've written two songs about it. So, I don't know. Maybe journal about it. Okay, Taylor Swift, she wrapped up her Eras tour. And did you see what she did for the truck drivers? There was like 50 that worked most the entire tour. So she gave them a $100,000 bonus Yeah, like each. $5 million bucks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so she had $5 million and dispersed it. Mm-hmm. And then she also did the same thing with uh, her backup dancers, um, other band members, that that amount wasn't disclosed, so who knows what she gave them. Keep your people happy, then they're happy to be your people. World's best boss. I just made that up. I like that, but I, be- I believe in that. So like, say if you keep your people happy, then they're happy to be your people. Okay. So, bonus? I, well, I don't pay you guys a $100,000? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm going to say this. That's true. What is I'm, I'm going to say this. <laughs> and you guys can disagree if you want. I'm an A-plus boss. And this, right, is why right, I'm right, gonna, right. this is why I'm going to say that. Whatever you need. You don't have to come if you don't need to. It's personal. Are you sick? I don't know. Toe hurt? Family issue? Don't come in. You don't explain it to me. I just trust you. All of us have proven to each other. We all have personal responsibility and accountability. The culture on this show is we're all adults here. Even Lunchbox. He may say stupid stuff on the air, but he's a very responsible person when it comes to getting to work. He rides his tricycle in. <laughs> Every single day. I ain't a tricycle. To get here. But I think <laughs> hiring all my friends has been weird for years because of the dynamic of, I got to be your friend at one point. I got to be your boss. But there's really not much of that anymore because I will commend you guys. You, have, you all have very much, uh, you've taken personal responsibility and you show up and you do the deal. But I hope it's because of the culture that's created here. I think everybody works hard. Everybody looks out for each other. And I think if everybody needs, if anybody needs anything at any time, I try to get it and give it to you and tell you to go and take care of stuff. You're not good for yourself at home. You ain't going to be good for me and our listeners. So I would like to give myself a pat on the back and say, I think I have a pretty good boss here. Now, I can't give you $100,000. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what yeah. does that have to do with yeah. the $100,000 bonus? Nothing to do with a bonus. <laughs> Nothing to do Nothing with a bonus. With bonus. How many, okay. I mean, hold on then. How many, how many hosts of any show give away their own money as prizes to their own people? Who cares about those people? Yeah, no, I'm you. I'm not you. Gonna, hey. I give you $20 and $50 for games. Oh, oh, right, right. I forgot about that. You add that up, I guess it's pretty good. You keep doing that over the course of 713 years, $100,000. And he brings y'all clothes like every day. That's true. I mean, he's like a politician. We ask for $100,000 and he starts talking about something totally different. (laughs) I can't give you $100,000 and that tour grows like a billion. 
Oh, no, I, yeah. Yeah, so. How much is your tour gross? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, comedically inspirational. <laughs> exactly. no, you don't go with me. Eddie does, and Eddie gets paid I wasn't well. invited. Hey, I'm going to start driving the truck. You don't have a skill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Who else wants to go? Oh, no. Now, now, now we start fighting with each other, putting each other down. I'll drive the set. You have a, you have a okay. skill, and I'm just saying for I, that show. You, have, you very much have a skill. It, yeah, and I'm, you didn't deserve that, what I just said. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Sam. I'm sorry, I'm sorry you didn't deserve that. You're my best friend. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Last Saturday, around 2 a.m., they got a call in Michigan saying, hey, there's a young boy that's just wandering around in his pajamas in the middle of the night. The kid, because, again, so young, was unable to tell deputies where he's from because he was, one, young, he was autistic, he was nonverbal. And again, just walking around, wow. 2 a.m., middle of the night. So deputies went and searched the area. They could not figure out where the kid was from. So they brought in their dog, Goose, G-O-O-S. So Goose comes in, weird name. Don't even want to know why they named it that. <laughs> but Goose comes in, and he was able to follow a trail that the kid had walked by smelling where the kid came from, took him to an apartment complex. The deputies then said, okay, this is the apartment complex, and then started knocking on doors, found the family, uh, took the kid to the right door, amazing. the right family, because of Goose. That's amazing. In a statement, the sheriff's office said the kid was reunited with his family safely without any injuries, and they thanked Goose, the dog. And they reached out to Goose for comment. He said, <laughs> He said, why am I named this? <laughs> that's a great story. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent 
telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to grab this call from Nancy, who's calling us from Austin, Texas. Nancy, good morning. Thank you for being here. What's up? Hey, yeah, I'm a new man. Oh, good morning, studio. Morning. Awesome. Um, longtime listener, EML. Thank you. Um, I just I was listening to the podcast yesterday for yesterday's and Eddie's Spanish word of the day. I wanted to kind of have a little correction on it. Um, he had said anoche, which is uh, that he said it was two words. A anoche, which is last night, um, and it's a correction, which is anoche. It's one word. Oh, well, I just thought last night two words, so anoche would be two words. Do you words. know Spanish, Eddie? Yeah, oh, see. And if you use it, you, if you use it, uh, a something, yes, it is two words. But anoche last night is one word. Shocking. It is. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for what? Five days, four days, five yeah. days, whatever, and we've already had errors. I mean, this is so bad. I mean, it's still a Spanish word of the day. Anoche. And, and you know what? I try to do too much by calling it two words. She's right. I should have just said it was one word. All I have to say is eso si que es. <laughs> uh, Nancy, thank you. I think it's good for people to check us if we're wrong. Absolutely. And Eddie will do another Spanish word of the day. Can you stay on the phone, Nancy, to hear this to see if you agree <laughs> with what he is saying and if it is accurate? I'm from South Texas, too, so I'm from where Eddie is, and I'm like, oh, no, that's not it. Okay. So <laughs> well, let's do it now. We'll get to Amy's joke in a second. We'll do the Spanish word of the day. Nancy, please listen closely and let us know if you agree with what he's saying. Here we go. Eddie's Spanish word of the day. All right, look, today's word is cabeza. Cabeza. You know what that means? Hold on. Cabeza. No, cabeza with a C. Oh, cabeza. 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 Huh? It's head. It means head, like the head on your body. Let me use it in a sentence for you, Bones. Cabeza Carolina, Tales California. Would it be cabezas? Heads. Yeah, plural. Heads. The talking cabezas. Heads Carolina. Well, it's not head Carolina. <laughs> Let's ask our experts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Nancy, oh, oh, no. what would you say about that? It, it would be cabezas. Yeah. Uh, double. That's plural. Cabezas. Because like, it's more than one head. Plural, yeah. Dang it. Cabezas. But, but, but cabeza is the word, you know, so it's head. Remember that. So cabeza. when you go somewhere and you're like, hey, can I have a chicken cabeza? For Chicken head? Chicken head? You no, know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you go to a restaurant. Yeah, cabeza of lettuce. Oh, a cabeza of lettuce. That's good. Head of lettuce. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That pimple needs to come to a cabeza. <laughs> what about if you're going to cabeza... Hold on. If I'm going to cabeza in that direction. Head head in that direction? Ooh, you're going to have to go to the caller on that one. Nancy? <laughs> no, no. If you're heading somewhere, that would be a different... Uh, you're not saying head, like your head. It's, it would be a different mm. word for that. Yeah, what word is that? I mean, we may... heading would be 
Yendo. Uh, I mean, I Eddie, do you know Spanish? He goes, you're going to go to the caller for that. Like, well, she's, Nancy knows. But he doesn't know the answer. It, it, it's a community effort, guys. Yes, cabeza. Use your cabeza, Eddie, next yeah. time you do this. <laughs> Use your cabeza. How do you say that showbiz baby, Nancy? Ooh. I have to, I have to write it down and look at it right off the top of my head. Mm. I can't. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this a negocio? Well, that's just business. Bebe? Yeah. Eddie, stop acting like you know. You know, negocio, that's business. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's show business. Biz, what would be biz then? Oh, biz, show business. That's business. So show biz. So can you shorten the word? Like if negocio is business, can you say negos? Negos. How about SOS Mundo del Espectaculo Bebe? <laughs> Are you Googling it? Yeah. Exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> Nancy, thank you for the call. Really appreciate it. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. All right, bye. There have a great Nancy, life. everybody. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you, Nancy. All right, over to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning corny. We have 90 seconds. Let's see how many we can get. It's investigative morning corny. Come on. Are you ready? Ready. Go. What do you call a Zen master in charge of snacks? Zen would be yoga, yogurt, zen, uh, zen calm. Master. Yogurt master. Calm, zen. I don't know. Zen. A zen master, splinter. That's it. Zen. Zen master. What? Oh, zen master. Never mind. What? Is that it? I don't even understand. That's not it or it is it? What do you call a zen master in charge of snacks? Snack master. <laughs> who would be a zen? Who has zen? Buddha? Yeah. Yogi? Yogis? I don't know. Yogi Bear? What does snacks have? Monks? Smunks. S'mores. Smunks. 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 Chipmunks. Can you repeat the term? Chipmunks. Chipmunk. Okay. Okay. Why did the bagel struggle in yoga class? The bagel? Because he was cream cheesy. He he was round. He was smeared. (laughs) Bobby, you got it. You got it. The other one you just no, said. No, I no, no, no. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Smeared. What? Smeared. Say that again, the bagel. Why did the bagel struggle in yoga class? He thought it was cheesy. What do you do in yoga? Stretch. 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 You try to Namaste. be zen. You try to Quiet. be calm. Because he was on a roll. He was rolling around. What's a bagel? It's a donut. Yeah. It's do- a salty do- donut. Because he does not. It's got donut. a hole in the middle. Oh. There was a hole in his game. I don't. I'm, uh, I'm still stuck on cream cheese. Yeah, I'm still. Wait, what's the joke again? It couldn't find. Oh, why did the bagel struggle in yoga class? Why? It couldn't find its center. Yeah, see, I, I've never done <laughs> yoga. That's pretty good, though. No, I'm not gonna hate on her what for that one. What do you do? You I find like your center. One. Don't be mean to her. She doesn't deserve that. Hold on, hold on. Is that is that the purpose of yoga? Is to find your center? A lot of people go yeah. to it, or meditate. And yeah, it's you like, stretch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is something you do. But yoga or meditation is to find your center may sound a little uh, woo-woo yeah. to you guys. But I would say it's to find a very calm place. Mm-hmm. And that's your center. Yeah, your center would be where you're the most calm. Huh. Oh. Yeah. But you got the chipmunk. I still don't understand. But why that. did you, yo, you got it or something Because I middle. got, oh, because you said at the very end of it, before I started the bagel joke, you were like, 
Yeah, I would have never gotten that. And then I'm like, wait, you just got Only it. Only because we like just were saying words. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get it. Yeah, I don't understand. Chip I said monk. monk, and they said shmore monk, and I okay. said. Never mind. Who cares how we got there? Oh, we got there. All right. We showed our work. Are we, we yelling? There. Yeah, why not? We have this, you got one. We worked hard. Sure. It's not always about the results. Sometimes it's about the effort. That's All right. the attitude. Here we go. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. After a surprise. Yeah. Surprise. Let's go. What do you think it is? Amy. I'm an over here trying to think of what you have for us. Well, I see toothpaste over there, so for a minute I thought no, you'd give it. No, that's for me. I have to go to the dentist sometimes, so I brush my teeth before I go. Okay, I thought you were going to give us like a, you know, care oral, package. Oral kit? I, I don't know. So it's not an oral kit. Lunchbox. You're sending someone on a vacation. That would be the heck of a surprise. Listen, that's a great surprise. You can't get your expectations too high, Lunchbox. Eddie. Money. You got a bag of money back there. We're going to either play a game or you're going to give us a bonus. I don't know. No. None of you are right. Oh. The surprise is money. What? Oh, oh the no. Gil- that- what is that? It's not, a, it's not a guillotine. It's it not- is a pillory. Well, what, what, what's this? Like, what is, not, my I'm, hands are not that Yeah, my arms won't even fit I in there. I am never getting in that. Just for the record, this is a pillory. And what's going to happen is we ordered this. It took a long time. And I can tell you why in a minute. But... In olden days, they would punish people in the town square. Oh, it folds. I'm never getting that. Because oh. you get in and you put your head and your arms in. What on earth? Mike, would you come put this on me real quick? And you, and it doesn't chop your head off, but you stay in the town square and you're humiliated because... I'm going to take my headphones off too. Because, well, you're just there and they know you did something wrong. You got it? So, for example, if I were to put my arms in and my head... What? That looks so awkward. I don't go. know if it's going to make it. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to do that? I'm worried. Uh, I feel like you have to get on your knees. I don't think that's going to fit. Oh, my goodness, dude. I don't know if it's going to close. Okay. I'm worried is, for you. This is scary. Okay. Amy, you want to help him? Because Mike D's having trouble. Did, did they struggle like this in the old days, too? To put it on? There you go. I don't think it's going to oh, close. Watch TV, Amy. Okay. Good? Yep. Then you lock it. What on earth? Okay. I do not condone this. Are you comfortable, Bones? Okay. So. (laughs) This sucks. What? What on earth? What? It sucks because your head is still, you can't get anything out. Your head's out. You can't get your hands out. And what used to happen is you'd put on a, we got to get a stand to build. And so this is the pillory and this is the punishment. For how long? Well, it just depends on what you do. I would rather have an oral kit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so we tried to, and I can tell you a whole story here, but it's not comfortable, but it doesn't it doesn't kill you. We're not going to chop I'm your head off. I'm very confused. What? Why would we get that? <laughs> yeah, why would we order that thing? Okay, Never, Mike, can you take know. me out of here, please? No, sorry, dude. The thing 24 is, hours. The thing is, I could not get out. My hands can't get out of the hole. You can't cup your hands and like squeeze them out? I, I bet I could get mine out. Maybe, maybe hands. My- so, it's one of those things where you, you see their arms go through in their head and they just sit there in the town square. Now, we talked about this on the air because you always always made fun of the punishments that we do. You like, oh, it's like when a kid gets spanked, they laugh at, they laugh at their parent. <laughs> that's so yeah, that's dumb. what I felt like. And I brought it up. I said we should get a pillory, and everybody thought it was a great idea on the show. No, no one thought. Not it was everybody. Not nope. no one. Actually, actually, everybody did. It was hilarious. We had a good laugh. I think you're the only one that laughed. Mm-mm. So here is a pillory. It's a medieval. 
lightweight designed, lockable neck, arm opening. We tested it. The pillory punishment is now in play. By the way, we got this from Germany. It got caught up in customs. It had to be like from a dirty store, huh? No, because it's wood. It's like nice wood. I think there are some for dirty stores. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's like leather ones. We don't want those because we don't want it to look like the kinky machine in here. So this is for if you, there, there are different levels of pillory punishment. Number one, in studio humiliation, which once we get a, a stand to build it on, you have to get on the stage and do two segments of the show in the pillory. <laughs> what? That's funny. We'll put Crazy. the microphone there so we can still hear you. Okay. That's level one. Okay. Level two. Fill your face, where we put you and do the same thing. You get in it, and you have to eat an entire item with just your mouth. Like, and when you finish eating it, then you're done. What? Oh how? Goodness. How though? How do you eat it? I guess like a dog. Yeah, with your mouth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number three: water balloon target practice. <laughs> oh no! But out of the studio, and you can't move. You get into the pillory. Other members, other members of the show get three water balloons each. Oh my god! And the. Level three is us throwing water balloons at you in the pillory. This is a joke, That's right? going to hurt. Yeah. Number four, public pillory. Not in the studio. You have to go stand on a busy corner here in the pillory. The punishment's over once you get ten honks. Well, the cops are going to be called. Level five. I, I am down for the street corner one. That's funny. You have to go out on the streets and beg for a stranger to let you out of the pillory. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. So... Oh, man. We will vote as a group on the pillory punishment. Nobody gets hurt. It's just fun and games. It's like medieval stuff, you know? I mean, how are you not going to... I mean, the voting is going to be great because you're going to vote for the same one every time. Well, I mean, we're going to vote now if we want to put the pillory punishment into play. Oh. Oh, okay. I you may not get it, but who wants to take this pillory and then put it in, in, <laughs> in the show as a punishment? I do. One. I do. Two. Come on, Morgan. And then I got a question. Hold on. Morgan may say no. Morgan? I'm, I'm really like 50-50. My neck phobia is bothering me so bad right now. Have you ever been punished? Yes. I had to stand on the street corner with the sign. And it was how, awful. How long ago? I mean, it was, what, like six months ago? It was when I lost like a state's capital test. That was a long time. We won't do any losing of games for Thank the pillory. You. Okay, then i Okay, yeah. It has to be a real punishment, and, but no game losses. Okay, I'm in. Ray? Yeah, I'll do it. It's kinky. What? <laughs> it's kinky. Uh, that's not what it's supposed to be. I vote yes, too. Of course you well, do. Well, then there we go. Paid for it. Paid for it, yeah. But I wasn't going to do it unless it's semi-unanimous. Mm, I guess it's unanimous, so I'll go ahead and keep my original vote of no. And that's not unanimous. And unanimous with y'all. I mean, my no doesn't even matter because everyone's saying yes. So you don't want to use the pillory, so you'll be. So you don't even have to get anything. If you choose not to, then you have to get it. If you're punished, you can. Oh, just, I thought it was. We'll do like, something like you get a massage or something if no, you're punished. What in the world? Okay, then hey, I don't want it. No, it's already said. <laughs> what in the world, like if you don't want to participate, I'll like give you some money or something if you're punished. Oh, wait. Wow. So, so Amy gets rewarded for being punished? I guess so, because she doesn't want to be one of the group. That's weird. I've <laughs> never heard of that. What? What, what? what weird reverse psychology is happening right now? There's no reverse psychology happening. Okay. All right. So for all of us, the pillory's in play, except Amy. Except for Amy. Yes. Let's Question. Watch. So when it's time to punish with the pillory, do we have to work up to level five or is it just no, we, you vote, work up. You we work vote on no, which no, one no. it is? We've already voted to have it. Level one is you have to do two segments of the show in the pillory. We'll make it one to start. One segment of the show in the pillory. Okay? Like how you had it just sitting there at your desk would work. 
mm-hmm. at your microphone, right? Or do, is it waiting until the stand gets here? Well, you got to be up in public. You got to stand on the stage and do it because it's more funny when it's public humiliation. Uh, yeah. So, welcome to the pillory. That was not a fun surprise. <sighs> surprise! No, it's a surprise. No, <laughs> it just no, feels no. weird. It, is, it does. <laughs> like, I feel like... Like what, Amy? Say I don't even want to say because um, we'll say it off air just because... Spell it out. I know what she's going to say. What? She lost a pillory in a divorce. That's what's wrong. Like, it brings what? back memory. She lost her pillory in the yeah. basement. No. The basement. Yeah. Yeah. Did, Amy? No. Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that. I need to bring that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Okay, then let's get out of this. I didn't realize it was sensitive to Amy. <laughs> Worst case scenarios are not good for mental health. Eddie came in and he's like, my hands are numb. I don't know what to do. So we all got on the internet and diagnosed him. It was like, I said nerve stuff. Amy had, a, it was nerve stuff. Lunchbox said stage four HIV. Mm. We all looked things up. <laughs> Thanks, man. Diabetes, maybe. Okay. Yeah. We had a doctor come by yesterday and say maybe how you're sleeping, but then listeners have been, we more, love More it. doctors. Well, that's a group, group think. <laughs> this is Rachel. Hey, um, I was just listening to the segment about Eddie and how his hands are numb when he wakes up. I had a brain bleed three years ago. It bled, I had surgery, but it all started with like my index finger, my thumb, kind of like half numb tingly. So I think he should go get it checked out by a real doctor. <laughs> But yeah, that's my opinion. So, bye. Love the show. She lives in a positive note. Love the show, Eddie. You might be dying. But- that's scary. Um, and the doctor yesterday had some really good information. He said buy a brace so I can keep my hands straight, straight. when I sleep instead of like curled. Well, that's not going to help if it's a brain bleed. That's I think her yeah. point is to go to a doctor that also... Like both we'll kinds of doctors. We'll talk about nerves. Yeah. Brains. Central nervous system. Eesh. I will say they were numb again this morning. I have a brace. I haven't bought the brace, well, but okay, I then, but I did purposely try to do my hands straight out when I slept. But if I try to do anything in my sleep, <laughs> it never works. Yeah, your body does whatever it Nothing. wants. Nothing. Yeah. This is a voicemail we got last night. Morning studio. I have a question for Bobby. Bobby, you're married. I guess it's really for anybody who's married. I want to buy tickets to your Wichita show and when your spouse says no, but you really want to do it, what do you do? Do you do it anyways, or what do you do? Thanks for the advice. Have a great day. Bye, guys. That's a great question. Let's separate it from my show. I'm, I am having a show in Wichita next Friday and next Saturday, but let's say it's anything, and your spouse says no. Amy. Well, I mean... Uh- I guess it depends on what it is because I feel like this could cause a big issue if you just go buy it anyway. So how... how it's not a car, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you just sit... I don't know her situation or their financial situation or how they divide things, but what I would do, because I work, I'd be like, well, okay. Hit him with I, it. Hit him with it. I am going to just get my friends or whatever. I'm going to this show. Like, I don't know why you would say no. Well, you, you say you work. What's that mean? Well, you bring I'm, on the bank. You got money. Yeah. yeah. I do what I want. I make independent woman. <laughs> yeah, I make my own money. I make That's my own right. decisions. I do what I want when I want. I say who. I say when. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. But yeah, I don't know. Good luck, <laughs> Eddie. The why is important, I think. Like, if they tell you why you can't go or why they don't want you to go, that's important. But if my wife says you're not going, I'm probably not going to go. 
I'm going to be honest with you. Is it because she mostly has a good reason as to why you shouldn't go? Yes, she's very reasonable, and whatever reason she doesn't want me to go is probably a good one. I agree with that, too. I've started to just understand that sometimes I don't need to understand that my wife just had a better idea of what's good for me and what's not. <laughs> See, but y'all are the men saying that, and most of the time, yes, women do know what's best, so I get that. But, like, for her husband to be saying no, which the only thing I can think of is if you're, say, you're trying to get out of debt, and, you know, they say you can't really go do fun things yet that you want to do because this is where you are with it and so maybe he's like no you know the deal we're supposed to get out of debt you can't go to bobby bones ray do we have her number yeah we need more details we don't even have her name so <laughs> it's not saved in some file or database or something huh you do i'll just give her tickets to the friday show oh man and if he still says no if we he got still problem. says no we know that it's he's probably seeing with my shirt off and knows <laughs> <laughs> he knows what you gonna like that yeah, <laughs> Um, okay, well, that's nice. Yeah. Hmm. And if it's more than that, then it'll be more than that. Yeah. But it could be financial. And if it's financial, I hate for that to happen. So I'll just take care of it. If we can get a hold of her, Mike, I'll just give her tickets. Cool. But yeah, usually I find that my wife knows better for me than what I know for me. Or if it's like she doesn't want to do something and I'm asking her to do something at the same time she wants to do something, there is always, every time, for all times, a compromise that can be made. Right. And sometimes it's a compromise that you don't love, but sometimes it's a compromise that she doesn't love. But there's always a compromise. Even if it sucks a little more for one of them, then the next time it's just going to suck a little more for the other. But yeah, no, no, I just do what she says for the, game, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, me I too. never thought I'd be that person, but I just realized she has a better understanding of seeing the forest from the trees sometimes. Oh. And she can go, I don't think this is the right, the right. Sometimes, oh man, I've almost done some stuff on it on social media before. She's like, I don't think you should do that. You'll get canceled. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'll get canceled. She goes, I don't think you should do that. You'll get canceled. It's just not a good time. She saved me a couple times, guys. Oh, wow. Well, you would have gotten canceled? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Man, I want to see that. Yeah, 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 I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. Ever since you've been with her. Yeah, don't jinx me. Do not jinx me. Uh-oh. I'm not going to jinx Don't say you. I haven't been it canceled. It has nothing to be. No, <laughs> yeah, but you do that, though. Not... You, do, you yeah. jinx me sometimes. I jinx you? Yeah. How? Well, go ahead. Finish your thing, but don't jinx me. Whatever you do. I don't okay. believe in the jinx, but don't jinx me. All right. Tread lightly, Amy. So I was simply going to say that ever since you have been with her, yes, your online behavior is better. Okay, I just got oh, okay. jinxed. No, I just got jinxed. Not, I'm doing some crazy crap no, today. No, she's just, just saying you've been behaving. Mm -hmm. Right. And behave. Okay. That's fine. Thank you. Amy. Okay, you're welcome. Speaking of online behavior, there's a TikToker. She says that women go through an ugly phase. Women in general go through this phase that is super ugly. Here we go. Boom. So I'm in an ugly phase. And women, I think we all know what this is, okay? It's when you're not feeling yourself, you feel like you're ugly, like you've never looked worse. Do you look the same as you did when you felt pretty? Yes, but like it's a feeling, okay? And I have a theory about this. My theory is, is that when I'm going through an ugly phase, it's like I'm shedding the past version of myself and I'm gonna emerge hotter. And my next pretty phase, I'll be hotter than my previous pretty phase. But right now I'm ugly. Ugly phase, Amy thoughts. I mean, I feel like monthly I have this and it's I wouldn't call it my ugly phase I just think that it's hormonal and you see yourself differently like getting dressed is hard looking in the mirror like just oh that I would call it the ugh phase and I have it once a month I have an ugly phase it's lasted about 42 years or so <laughs> 42. I'm really phase, man. I'm really excited about shedding that skin because <laughs> man it's been a long one but I'm gonna be so pretty when I get out of it just be like hello hello world they're gonna be like dang I must have been through it. Yeah. 
It's a long time to do that. It is that. a long time. Yeah. So you think the ugly phase is in the eye of the beholder? I think it's just sometimes emotionally or hormonally what you have going on that then affects your thoughts about yourself, which then affects how you perceive yourself when you look in the mirror. Like it's... I agree with that. It's all that. That's good. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number, which by the way, next Friday and Saturday, I will be in Wichita if you guys want to come to those shows. There are some floor seats left for the Friday show. None for Saturday. Saturday's completely sold out. And then Tampa, then Vegas, then DC. But all those tickets at bobbybones.com. Thank you guys. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A woman in Maryland who was conceived via sperm donation took a DNA test and discovered she has 65 brothers and sisters all over North America. Mm. Now, the question is, since they're all like half brothers and half sisters, but they are half brothers and half sisters, do you go try to find them? I mean, probably not. That's a lot. It is. Do you try to find any of them? Maybe. Do you just find the ones that are close? 
Yeah. You've probably met some yeah. already. You don't For even sure. know. You <laughs> Check <need>. your husband. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Hey, that could happen. It's, it's, it's a bizarre question and scenario because... They are your half-brothers and sisters. Like, they're your brothers and sisters. And to never know them? Okay, so you kind of have to plan, like, a little family reunion and invite everybody. Hey, I'm going to tell you. That's a big 65? One. <laughs> ain't little. And then whoever feels comfortable with coming mm-hmm. comes, and then that's who you get to have a relationship with. Her name's Brianna from Maryland. Has known, really, that she was a sperm donor baby, but she just found out how many siblings she has because she took the test. And so then it's just connecting her. She's discovered all of these, but there could, there's probably also more. Right. But they're just not in the system yet. And whoever her dad was, he had a, a side hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah, make some yeah. good money. <laughs> I don't know about good money, but he's doing a lot of work. <laughs> Do you think he wants to meet all of them? No. I don't even know that he's alive. That's true. But if he is, would you want to meet all 60 whatever of them? I don't think so. I don't, yeah, think, you, I don't think you'd do that with the idea of meeting all your right. kids. Mm, but I, I don't... Oh, that's tough. I have a half-brother mm-hmm. that I didn't meet until later in life. I guess I always knew he was there, but... And then I would see pictures of him, and he looked just like me. And now he's probably 33 or 34. Maybe 32. Mm. But I don't know him. Yeah, I wonder what he's like. Like, is he like you? Does he like to be on his phone all the time? Like, That's what you think of me immediately when it's like me. <laughs> of all the things you could have said like me, it's be on my phone. Because he likes the color red. No, that's all right. I'm, I'm over this. Does he have a red phone? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's something y'all have in common or something he does or says. Because my half brother and half sister, they have little things that my dad did that they do that I sort of pick that's up fun on. you knew what your dad did, though. Huh? It's fun that you knew what your dad did. Oh, I get it now because yeah, I didn't have it. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That's a joke for no, no, that's anyone fine. that doesn't that's fine. know. I wish I knew. Bobby's trying to make light of a situation that he doesn't know his dad. I wish my daddy. All right. I would, it'd be fun to meet him, though, I think. Yeah. Not my dad. Your half oh, brother, like... half brother. All right, moving on. A bride picks 15 father figures to walk her down the aisle. Because huh. she, she didn't have a dad? Well, so she got married. And then to her, there were 15 men, all of whom she credits with becoming the woman today, brother, uncle, brother-in-law, family, friends, coaches in youth sports, school resource officer, all of these father figures. Yes. Now, she was born to a guy who was in jail. He was convicted of some real bad stuff, like real, real, real bad stuff. And so she had to trust other people. And because of this... I think it's a beautiful thing. That yeah, that's It's cool. a quick handoff. I was going to say, do they do one step each? Three, yeah, it's a hip. All right, next up. <laughs> next up. Love it. I've said many times for me, it was very important in my life that I had my head football coach, Coach Gandalf, and I don't think he even knew his importance at the time because he was just coaching the football team. But I think he knew his role and how important that was as a coach. But I really needed that. I needed that discipline. I needed that consistency. My youth director at church, my best friend Evan's dad, like those were three people that were so central to just making sure that any of my questions or concerns about being a young boy were answered. And then later it was my stepdad, Arkansas Keith, but that was, I already had all my hair and stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> you were you're grown. Yeah. You're not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when you don't, it's kind of, you, oh, you don't, boy. there's stuff you don't, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. I just grew up in here like last week. <laughs> Do you ever go into work and just pretend to be busy? 
Yes. I know. You're the one. <laughs> For sure you do. You're the one. Whoever oh, sent me this. You know, the person who sent me this story to talk about said lunchbox in parentheses. Uh, hello, Eddie well, does what? it all the time, too. The difference in Eddie is... He plays golf and sits here all day. Play golf? I hear you, but the difference is Eddie actually has work he has to turn in. Like, he has literal work of videos that he has... The things that have to be done. Yeah. So if he wants to be here for nine hours and get all the work done, that's fine. But he does have to do stuff. Thanks, no, man. no, I have to do stuff too. But he acts busy just like I do. He he acts like he's swamped and can't. Ha- he doesn't have time for anything. He don't even know what he's talking about. No, I do. A lot of workers, almost half, pretend to be busy. The reason why they're scared they might be fired, so they sit around looking like they got something well, going on. That's not the case here. Top things are faking, being on a phone call, an in-person <laughs> meeting outside the office, going to the bathroom. Something that they've really already completed, but they're still working on. Mm. That's from Stylus Magazine. What do you think, hmm, Amy, what do you think Lunchbox's job is? Oh, I mean, I feel like he has a lot of responsibilities, just interaction on the show as a co-host. Bring the like humor. Commenting on things. He has to turn and prep like we all do. He does the bonehead story of the day. He does street bits where he goes out and gets audio. Sometimes it'll be planned and he'll do it off hours. Sometimes it's live in the middle of the show. He'll just go to a coffee shop and have to do something mm-hmm. silly. That's, I mean. He I does like, commercials. He does well, little yeah, radio spots. Obviously There's he that. has endorsements, but mm, you know. Uh, yeah. 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 But I feel like that's. Is that as much as you think it's chunk of the show? It's a chunk of the show. It is. I, I agree. It's, it's a, a big very, chunk. He has a very valuable role in the show. No doubt about right. it. Right. But again, I sent this article by two different people with lunchboxes. Say talking about lunchbox, and it sometimes it's fair, sometimes it's not. Do you feel like of all of the central characters here, which I would say we all are, that it, he has the least amount of responsibility? I feel like he has the you know more. It's like the lighter load. <laughs> That's a what good way that? of putting it. I mean, I mean you it, can put it that like way, but Eddie has stuff. a lighter it's load like the too. Fun stuff. You get I the don't. Fun. But but Eddie, you act like you, video is your job, audio is my job. So audio, it's but you don't you do audio like once or twice a week, but recording your wife on your phone, mm-hmm. and you don't edit your audio. Yeah, you bring it in. Yeah, yeah because they raw. took my computer away. I mean, oh, oh, they I literally took it out of the room over there. But it's you gone. have a computer right there in front of you. No, no, it, this doesn't have that computer. It doesn't have the software. It does. Yeah, it does. You can and put it's on it there. On. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, a lot of people faking, so they can keep their job. Okay. That's all. That's the whole moral of the story. Lunchbox is very important. He's an integral, integral part of the show. He doesn't do a whole lot, but when he does, it's massive. I'll say that. I mean, Eddie does two videos a day. Wow. Three. <laughs> oh, three. Sorry. Sometimes four. So he's so busy. All right, moving on. Why do people care so much about fantasy football? And what do you think the answer is? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Mental health professionals say fantasy football is so popular because it's something that people enjoy doing that distracts them from the boring parts of life. Of work. Like yeah. work. Yes. <laughs> doing it makes people feel connected to others. I would say for me, that's a major part of how a lot of my male friendships, we are, as dudes, we're not conditioned to just call another dude and be like, hey man, how you feeling? What's up? You good? However, if there is something to get us there, if there's a conduit to get us to that place to talk about it, we're happy to talk about it. And fantasy football is that in a lot of ways. There are certain friends of mine that I love dearly, but I would never just call and be like, hey, man, how are you? However, like if I'm trying to make a trade, I'll call and be like, hey, buddy. Hey, what, what can I get for Josh? You're like, John, give me Josh Allen. What can I trade you for him? We'll have the whole conversation. He doesn't want to trade. I'd be like, but anyway, how's what's happening at the house? How's the kids? And it gets into a legitimate, but I just need that to get me there. Yeah, yeah, but but see, if you ask me about my kids and you want Josh Allen, I don't do I that till it's over. Mm. I know that people see me coming a mile away if I'm like, <laughs> yeah, hey man, how's the health? Buddy. By the way, Derek Henry. <laughs> no, I won't do. That. But I do. 
same thing with playing PlayStation, where I don't randomly play PlayStation with people just on connection. And I never play just the computer. I play in a league with some of my friends. And we get on a headset and we talk and we really do talk about life and stuff. But we wouldn't do it without the game being there to mask it. Because we are not comfortable in being vulnerable. So I think that you do the the game for whatever reason or fantasy football like started. It. it didn't start for connection, but you like it and a byproduct of you doing you're it. You're not being the fair connection. now. I don't no, deserve that. You're not being fair. I don't no, deserve no. that. <laughs> I'm asking. No, yeah. If, if the game started, hey guys, we just came up with this great way to connect. That's what we do. That's what we say. <laughs> yeah. It's called fantasy football. Well, it started just like, as no, fantasies. We talk as... about our fantasies, and then we added football. Okay. <laughs> um, fair, but I would say we wouldn't go good. back. We wouldn't go back to it as much if it wasn't for that. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. It wasn't the creation. Yeah, I don't of know. It. It's like the the betting and the winning and the. If you said we have a game that we're going to help us connect, I'd be like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are we doing here? But don't you stay connected to your buddies closer because of it yeah absolutely it's not like playstation really was do. like hey, but we guys, never use the word connect I know. We, we we made these headsets or bond or so be vulnerable can, none um, of that yeah. have deep talks with your boys while you're playing that's true and we would go like Ugh. right but really in our hearts would be like oh thank god because there's no other way for me to do this comfortably yeah but i do think inwardly we're like yes outwardly we'd be like oh. i agree <laughs> an intoxicated united airlines pilot who turned up for a transatlantic flight was staggering mm. Glassy eyes. Oh. Was given a six-month suspended prison sentence. That's always scary. He's 63 years old. He was going to fly from, looks like Paris to D.C. Oh, man. That's like, you have that gig. That is a responsible, solid gig. Like, you don't get there by accident. That's the um, mm, that's, that's the goal for some people. It's like they, they fly, they fly, they fly, and the goal is to get the... The, what is it, transatlantic or mm. That's the NFL flight? of piloting? Uh, yeah, I mean, wow. because you... The big long ones from you, major airports. Yeah, and like your schedule is better during the month. I mean, of course, it sucks a little bit while you're gone, but you get paid the most and your hours, I think, end up being the best overall. He was supposed to fly. He had a blood alcohol level of 0. 0.132. Yeah. 0. 0.8 is that limit where you're drunk. Mm-hmm. So almost double that. Dang, man. But... That's just normal driving. Six times the legal limit for pilots. Whoa. I wonder if you can drink a kombucha as a, as a pilot. Or if you have to watch like some athletes do when they're not taking performance enhancing drugs. But there are certain supplements that could show up as that. I wonder if you have to be super vigilant about nothing with any sort of alcohol in well, it. I know when um, Ben was in the Air Force and flying, he would, if I, I made like poppy seed muffins once or something, he's like, can't eat that. Mm. And then I made a hemp smoothie another time, he's hey, like, can't Bob drink Marley, that. Hey, Bob Marley, what's going on over at your no. house? <laughs> every, every piece of food is Bob. like, hey, yeah, I'm on. No, yeah. there's, he just, I, I think that those are okay to consume. He just was extra nervous that he didn't want to ever have any confusion that there was anything in his system that was going to ground him. Well, you said there's a minimum for pilots? Mm-hmm. But it's six. It's, 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 it's got to be zero. point two. Well, that's my question. I guess somehow, but what? I guess point oh two is point oh eight. I say point point oh eight. I think is the legal limit. So I guess point oh two is the plane limit. And I guess if you could get that from stuff, something like kombucha, or like I you, guess you, so, take, yeah. you take like a sip, or the day of wine. Or don't even sip. What? Who wants a sip? Right. No one wants a sip. Yeah. <laughs> you want to drink? Yeah. Uh, the just... pilot again was suspended for a year and given a six month suspended prison sentence. Oh, man. Krispy Kreme's giving away free donuts to losing lottery tickets. No tickers. Okay. Well, there's a problem is the Krispy Kreme by me is gone. Foodandwine.com. There's more of them. Yeah, I, did, I mean, the gas money to get to a Krispy Kreme now would be, I mean, it'd take me 15, 20 minutes to get to the Krispy Kreme. But you don't Kreme. have a car. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. If I had to borrow my wife's car. Got it. Like the one by the kids' daycare, they tore it down. They're letting everybody cash in their losing lottery ticket for a free original glazed donut. All you got to do is show up at a participating Krispy Kreme location today with a lottery ticket for the Mega Millions drawing. They'll give you a free glazed donut. There's that. And then finally, this is a Powerball win, not this one that's happening now. Was that last night or tonight or what? Did anybody win that crap? I don't think anybody, I haven't seen that anybody won. Here's so. an old one. Last story. A $2.04 billion Powerball winner, one of the ones recently, bought a $25 million Hollywood dream home. We talked about that. And he also cool. bought another mega mansion in his hometown. He's <laughs> going hard. Edwin Castro won the largest lottery ever. He got the lump sum. He won $2.04 billion, but he took the lump sum of $997.6 million. Mm. Mm. Come on. <laughs> Listen to that, man. Reports have shown he splurged <laughs> buying two multi-million dollar homes and then also a really nice, crazy car. He bought a $25 million home in Hollywood Hills. Look at this guy, just living life. What do you think he's doing right now? Probably not just li- sleeping. Not listening to this show. <laughs> just chilling. He won't be awake. No way. And then he bought another one. He purchased a home in Alt- Altadena. I don't know, but... It's a 1953 Japanese-style home with a pool, movie theater, five bedrooms, a mm. uh, $4 million mansion. He was living in a one-bedroom home when he won the Powerball. He also bought a vintage white Porsche for $250,000. He also has a round-the-clock security team from USA Today. Wow. That security awesome. team mostly just to keep away cousins. For parentheses, finger parentheses. <laughs> Gosh, just um, cousins. You bought a $25 million home, a $4 million home. Uh, $200,000 car and you still have over $900 million. I think that oh lump though God. is before taxes. Not that it matters. It's still so much money. But I think I would say it's more like $500 million, but you oh. still have all that money. Yes, it's so much. He's never going to be able to spend it. I agree. Ne- so- never? Like, oh man, I feel like I could spend like that. Like if you set out, you could just, sure, go and buy 41 homes. multi. But I'm saying like really. <laughs> right. Well, you just put it in the bank and they give you some interest for putting it there, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? I You're like learning. your style. Yeah, yeah you're kind of you, onto something there. You learned that from... You. you recently, yeah. You guys told me that. Yeah, good for you. That's good. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's big stories. We'll be announcing another tour stop for my comedically inspirational show on Monday, and it is in California. I just won't say where yet, but I did give a clue of cheese. That's all. Cheese. Still don't get it. Cheese. So we'll do that Monday. I do want to talk about speaking of states here. They do have the states that are the most expensive based on monthly expenses. So it's not a whole property and life. And it's just literally the things you have to spend money on. Most expensive and least expensive. Bills, food. You know, they go through all the bills, but it's like electric, gas, water, sewer, all that, right? Okay. So go to the store, groceries. What do you think the most expensive state is? Anybody? New York. California. California. So New York comes in at seven, California at two. Oh, I got it. Think about it. Hawaii. That's it. Oh yeah, getting things. Very because it expensive. takes yeah, it's takes money to get over there. So I give you the uh, most expensive: Alaska, Colorado, Washington, seven, New York, Connecticut, six, Maryland, five, Massachusetts, four, New Jersey, three, California, two, Hawaii, one. Okay, least expensive. Oh, Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma is at seven. It's usually, honestly, the poorer states. Where it's the least expensive, like states where like I come from, like Arkansas is on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Arkansas. No, it's not sad. I'm just saying the states that is, oh. the, their, their economies yeah. aren't as good. Um, Arkansas is in the top ten. West Virginia, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Alabama is mm-hmm. at number one. A lot of things. Football. Oh, oh not football now, but just general. Sure. <laughs> Alabama representing. I always hated those lists when I was a kid because I'd be like, let's look at the states that are the most educated. 
And it was always yeah. 49th or 50th. It was us. It was like us in Mississippi always battling for that 50th spot. Yeah. And so we were always 49th or 50th. So I just started rooting for 50. Because if you're going to be bad, I might as well be the worst. Mm. And then you still look at them, and it's still 49 or 50. Like, nothing. Nothing has really changed there. I thought I'd get educated and lift it up a couple spots. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Is that know. what motivated you? Nope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what motivated me? I just want to, I don't want to stay in the same spot, but it didn't have anything to do with that list. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Alabama, Missouri, New Mexico are the three least expensive states. Uh, Tamara or Tamara in Texas, I'm going to put you on real quick. What's going on? Um, the man with the, with the numb hands, that could very well be a digital zapper. They have a half a mile range. It will attach to a finger, usually your middle finger or thumb, and then it will numb your entire hand. I don't understand. Most of the time, I don't understand. Most of the time it's done at night when you're sleeping. What's but a where's zapper? the zapper coming no, no, from? No, no, I hear you. Is somebody like zapping him or is he, does he wear it, one? Yeah, it's a digital zapper. It <gasps> has a half a mile range. It's somebody close to him. Who's zapping me? Wait, so somebody you think is zapping him? Yep. No, hold on. Like I, a neighbor? But how come just him? Uh-huh. But how come just him? Do they have to like point a gun at him and <laughs> zap him? No, it'll attach to your middle finger. Even if you move around the house, it'll stay on your middle but finger. what? Shooting electricity into your hand. Is it like a red dot? Like when you see in the movies, like a, a marksman or a, a sniper with a red Amazing. dot on someone? Like a kind late- of, yeah. But-, it, it, but it's shooting electricity into their hand. And ultimately the goal is... And then is- if he sticks it in a cook pot... A what? Um, a steel cook pot. Like it a, will break it off. Like a crock pot. Get the guy a crock pot. Hold, hold, what is happening but right now? At Walmart. How does she says he has to have something on his middle finger? He doesn't have anything on his finger. No, no, no. She's saying if it's like um, a laser pointer and you do it on his finger, it just it can stay on his finger wherever he goes. Oh, I, I believe that's what she's saying. I think. But I'm listening because I like to hear other people's perspectives here. How do you know about this? Yep. It's Muslims and human traffickers. They have a. They have them. I mean, I see them shipping them in in uh, in uh, yeah. semis out here. You big redditor? A what? You get on Reddit a lot? No, I haven't. Facebook? No. So I'm Wait. being human trafficked? No. no, you're being zapped. She's saying they're used. They're I, trying to get I, me. I think you you and QAnon. Zapper is what it's called, and and it will attach to a finger and has a half mile range. I'm not even saying that she is not accurate about what a zapper. I don't even know what a zapper is. I never heard of it. Well, I just, googled digital zapper. I'm just saying this feels like somebody who believes a lot of stuff on the internet mm. that might not always be exactly true. Well, so lunchbox. As much as people say it's true, I'm sure this is happening in some places. And child trafficking, sex trafficking is terrible. Oh, yeah. Terrible. And that's not the question here. It just, and then she said, she say Muslims? Yeah. 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 She'd say, no, but that ain't, I'm not going to go and go with, that ain't, that ain't right. <laughs> hey, yeah, we don't know. All our, all our Muslim listeners, we give you thumbs up. Well, Lunchbox huh. looked it up, so can he say what, he, what it no, says? No, he can't find it. Well, I did digital zapper half a mile away, and it says, best he, mosquito control gear for your yard. He even did human trafficking. And then it said, there's not a lot of those results for that search. Like I Where like, do you read about this, Tamara? I didn't read about it. I'm I've, I'm experiencing it, and I also have a federal investigation about it, so it's not a joke. It's for real. But what do you it mean you're experiencing tool, it? Is it on you right now? Are, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're being zapped right now. 
No, um, there is a real investigation going on about this. No, no, I, I agree. There's probably if this is a real thing, I would assume there's an investigation going on. But with you specifically, this yep. ha- this happened to you. It happened to me at five a.m. this morning. Yes. Did you put your hand in a crock pot? Yes. Well, not in a crock pot. That's that's ceramic. You need to do steel. Steel, steel pot. So, how did you figure out that a steel pot disconnects it? Because it's electricity and it blocks the electricity. So could you put your hand in anything steel? Yep. And how did you know to do this the first time? How did you know this was attached, that this thing was attached to your hand? Uh, I had guessed because I knew that the, the man who was harassing me was an electrical freak. He, he, did, he killed people in Iran with electricity. And so I, and he worked for the FBI. So I did know what his history was. Yeah. I knew he killed people with electricity, yeah. and so then, so then I, I figured out. Well, it's probably electrical. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can break it off, and I can break it off by getting behind something steel. Okay. But so you can see it. You can see it on your finger. No, you can't see it. It's, you just it's feel a current. It. Can you buy one of these? Well, apparently people buy them all the time because, I, like I said, they're shipping them in in semis out here in Abilene, Texas. So she has a harasser. What do I have? You also have a harasser. You just don't know who it is yet. It can be one of my neighbors. Hey, it's probably one of us. Oh, my gosh. Eddie comes in, and he, he's sitting in a pot. He brings a big pot. <laughs> a big steel pot. And he just sits in it all day. Wow. Oh, I mean, I... Why? I, hey, what's up with the... Why, why would you go after Muslims? There and that, that when you you start. Well, they're the people who are using them out here. I'm a Christian, so it's a harassment tool, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so anybody who's you know picking on another group of people for any reason, it wouldn't matter what it is. Um, but human traffickers do it to people who snitch on them. If you've ever snitched on a human trafficker, then you're going to get digital that. Wow. Uh, you know, I so never that's heard of how something. they handle you, and then they start identity theft, and wow. and um, they try and bankrupt you. Okay, well, so if they're coming in on truckloads, what do they look like? How big are they? The trucks. They the, are the um, got it. They fold in half, and they're about as big as a you know a small picnic table. You know, one of those little portable picnic tables. That's big. I'd see somebody walking around with one of those. Where? Yeah. Well, I don't like, I'm going to say one more time, I don't like the parallel that she's drawing of child traffickers and Muslims. Mm. Well, I I Googled Abilene, Texas, Zapper, Muslims, and it just says there are Islamic centers, and it gives me the address where you can go practice, but it doesn't say anything about, like, trafficking or or Zappers. Definitely didn't think it would. Okay, well, Tamara, I hope that you get the help that you need, because I feel like one way or the other... you know, you need some support here. Okay, do you agree with that? Oh. <laughs> you said I don't know what she said. Yes or no? Well, uh-huh. yeah. Um. So, yeah. Do you agree with that? Like, you need support? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got support. I've got national security looking into this. The investigation. Right. That's what we I mean. Like, you, you. that's support. That's, yeah, but also yeah. maybe like a therapist or something. I feel bad. I think I I, I feel bad for her. What? I don't think you need to say that. But I do feel bad um, for her. I know, but... Okay. She may zap us, dude. No, no. She can't reach us. Three mile radius or whatever. Half a oh, mile, true. I think. I, I hope that she gets... The, please talk to someone. That's it. 
finally got through to the federal government. You finally got through? Uh-huh, yeah. These guys didn't want me to tell on them. Who's, the, who's there with you? The, the human traffickers that I've been snitching on out here. They're with you right now? They're in the background? They live all around me. I live, I'm, uh, my whole city block is human trafficking. Okay, well, you, I mean, you really need, uh, she needs some help. Wait, hold, she, she literally, wait, I'm not even making a joke. She needs some help. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, she needs some help. But there's, I don't know what I can do right now to help you her. You can ask her, like, it sounds like someone's in your house. Like, do you live with someone? Trafficking. What's up? No, she hung up on me. I was being serious. I was going to try to find a way to actually. I know, but I don't think get that, her some help. I don't, but I don't think you. That's that's not going to suddenly. I, I don't think that we're in a situation with her where it's going to be like, oh yeah, you know what, you're right. I think I do need mm-hmm. help because I don't think that's there's awareness of that. I was trying to give her awareness, but it ain't working because right. More so, I was just trying to like, diff- like I want. I don't want to, you know, um, poke the. Bear, what do we say? Like, I don't want to add fuel to the like. What Fire. if she Both then starts are. to think yeah. that because you've said that, then she has a thing against you, and then she zaps me? Yeah, I'm gonna see her with a picnic table. Anybody with a picnic table walking <laughs> around my house? Yeah, like they're trying to zap me. It's pretty okay. big. Yeah, you'd see that. I mean, yeah. she lives on her whole block is traffickers. So, I mean, what's that? What neighborhood is that? Stay away. I think I'd move there. Yeah, property value going down. Mm. Okay, that was uh, that was tough. And if and I, at first I was like, well, this is. This is hilarious. She's reads the internet. Then I got to be serious, and I'm like, "Oh, she needs help." Right. And then I was just interested in what this is. This is like what people who get on the internet and write all this stuff, like they're going through stuff. Oh, it's tough. And then she lives in a neighborhood of traffickers. So you you guys think I'm okay? Eddie, I don't know. After that, I'm okay. starting to be convinced. <laughs> I'm about to put you behind a metal wall. <laughs> let's get him in some metal. Okay, hold, let's just take a break. We'll come back in a second. Appreciate that call. <laughs> Guy was a principal, stole like forty thousand bucks in school funds, according to the story, and then went on a vacations and just had he had the time of his life. <laughs> now he's really in some trouble. Now, wait a minute, it's a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I would think it was a man. I'm so sexist that dudes are douches and not women. You got to sing it again with she. She's. <laughs> oh no! I can't believe a woman would do that. Oh. So her name's Naya Wilson. She was the head of the New Mission High School for 13 years. The school has a budget that's overseen by an outside fiscal agent that issues checks. Miss Wilson eventually got caught fraudulently endorsing those checks to herself and depositing them into her bank account. She was even brazen enough to request checks be issued to two of her friends who then went on the vacations with her. <laughs> that's like me. Hey, would you mind making that out to um, Lunchbox? One word. <laughs> Under the plea deal... She pled guilty, will waive indictment. She could serve up to 90 days in prison instead of 20 years, but she'll have to pay back to $40,000. But man, that is brave. Is this like an maybe update because of the story? I feel like a long time ago we had a very similar story. So either two women have done this or maybe she's just now getting her sentencing. We do a lot of stories. That's crazy. I know we do, but I mean. That's on me if I didn't remember the first half. I don't remember that. It would be an update because, yeah, she was going to jail for a long time. I can't believe she would do that. And then. Sign. If you some with fraud, you just got to not be connected. You can't be signing your name on things you're doing fraudulently. I worked at a TV station, and the lady that worked the front desk that do all the giveaway stuff, she was giving everything away to her friends, neighbors, friends, family, yeah. and then she eventually got busted. How did she get busted? Somebody found out that like that. Oh, I'm, isn't that your sister? 
And then they started doing research and like who else she had given all the prize. And these are like getaways. These are like trips to Hawaii. So legit. And yeah, she eventually got caught. How did they catch the McDonald's cheaters with the cups? Oh man, that documentary is so the Monopoly good. cups. I, know, I still haven't watched it, but how did they catch them? Uh, they started doing an investigate. I'm trying to think what it was it, an inside deal, right? Oh, it was yes. an inside deal. And they were exchanging briefcases in the bathrooms of airports That's with the locked wild. Monopoly Monopoly pieces. And I think... So exciting. I'm trying to think if it was like a jilted one that got left out of something, told on them, or... Probably got zapped. What was in the briefcases? Like the... The Monopoly pieces, like the so boardwalks. Like the cups and the French no, no, fry no. holders? Yeah, like, like they would, like, um, what do you call it? Handcuff it to their wrist mm. because it was so valuable that they would like like a boardwalk or a, yes oh we waited i needed that boardwalk crazy. so bad everyone did do but it never went into circulation <laughs> that's what's crazy people up to some shady that documentary you know is so good watch that you guys call us if you want you want to talk about something hit us up 877-77 bobby love to hear from you comments questions we couldn't do the show without you a lot of times we need you to tell us what you like what you don't like Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Manassas, Virginia. A 29-year-old man was watching TV in his apartment when all of a sudden his gun goes off. Boom! Shoots a bullet through the neighbor's wall. They call 911 saying, gunshot, gunshot. Police show up and he's like, hey, look, man, my cat jumped on the trigger. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, prove the cat didn't. <laughs> he can't. Because that ruined it for everybody whose cat now jumps on the trigger. <laughs> Like you can't use that excuse anymore? No, like if your cat really does, they'll be like, yeah, okay, or this in the bonehead story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Like, it's like if a dog really ate homework, and all the kids through all the time have ruined that. Hmm. Yeah. And this guy ruined cats jumping on the trigger for Dang. everybody. Yeah, and he got arrested and charged with reckless handling of a firearm. Cat, no charges. Good. Listen, I have a cat. I feel like it's pretty virtually impossible for her little Paul to press hard enough to pull a trigger. Everything's impossible until it happens. Okay. People thought they couldn't run a four minute mile. I know. Forever. Yeah, you're, right. Oh, wow. you're right. And then finally they got ran it and then everybody started running it because they all thought it was possible. Mentally. Every right. cat may so know now- they could shoot guns as soon as the first Dang. one does it. Yeah, you're right. Think about that. <laughs> cats, yeah. Don't think about is- it anymore or you'll get dumber. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised what our brains are, ca- what we're capable of. Absolutely. We limit ourselves. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> okay, you, Okay, you're right. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Here's a voicemail from Wendy in Ohio. I'm the author of the cruise thread on Facebook. First of all, Bobby, I just want to say you need to get over yourself because, of course, you're going to fill the ship. Um, Storms rarely ever happen. They steer around them, so it's not that big of a deal. The storm that was shown here recently happened while the ship was still sitting in the port. So if you go during December, January, February, March around in there, there's usually not any kind of hurricanes or anything like that. Please say we can go, please. It's like she's a kid in the back seat and I'm the mom. Hilarious. There is no plan to do a Bobby Bone Show cruise. Uh, you know, we're not just going to keep doing bits about it, but I will have a conversation again this weekend or early next week about the possibility of one for, it has to be like next early next year. Okay. But I don't know that we're going to do it. I would say 70, 30, no. But it used to be 100, zero. Oh, no. 30% yes. Okay. Hmm. That's what I all heard. I heard was 70%. No. And then Eddie said all these cruise ships dump over and go full Titanic. But she just corrected and said that was on that was in port. Yeah. Thank you, Wendy. I don't know about some cruise thread on Facebook. Is oh. there a big one, Morgan? It's on the V Team page, yeah. And there's like that's where I said there's like over five hundred people who commented saying they'd come. They just because it's free to comment, it ain't free to buy tickets for a cruise. <laughs> 
But yes, I'm I'm uh, insecure about it because I don't think people will come. And then we'll look like fools, and then I'll get seasick. In that order, mm. she said, "Get over yourself, though." Oh, yeah. I need that I, people can say that to me every day, all day. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, this whole show is me <laughs> needing to get over myself. That is correct. There's a new episode of Four Things with Amy Brown today. What's up to over there? I have an interview with my friend that created a cookbook for uh, healing from heartache. So it's like all recipes that are going to help you feel good. Ice cream. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, she recently Cake. went I'm through <laughs> a divorce. Like she's a chef, sprees. but also. Uh, sprees make me feel good. Oh. Gas station sprees and thumbing it, them up one at a time off the little stick. Yeah. But it's, she's also, she's, she also is a breakup coach. Like she can help people through some of that. And, um, but the recipes also are for like, if you've lost a loved one, like, like they passed away. Like Ice it's, cream. For grief. Sprees. It's like you just say it with a different tone. It's like no, an adult see, is having a conversation and a kid's interrupting her right cake. now. But that's the point. That's how she was eating afterwards because, like, she was like, oh, I just need to do this. But then she ultimately wasn't healing faster because she was mm. so dragged down by that. So she Great point. incorporated, like, and a lot of people will try to eat, like, a like kale salad when they're grieving. Oh, and no, she's no, like, ice that's, cream. No, no. Sprees. Sprees. It's not about that. Cake. The ice cream's one thing, but the kale, like, your body is so busy trying to process what you're, what you're grieving. That breaking down kale is the last thing it wants to do. Absolutely. So don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Ice cream. <laughs> Spree cake. Uh, four anyway. things with Amy Brown. Yeah. Check it out. Thank you. We will see you tomorrow. Jelly roll in studio. Goodbye, friends. Mr. Bobby Bones. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.